This week on The Swear Wolves, we discuss the 1987 slasher, Slaughterhouse. to the swear wolves i'm brett i'm david david hey brett what's up buddy how are you my friend i am wonderful how are you i'm doing really well i'm doing really well except for the fact that i have a cat that won't leave me the fuck alone <laughs> goddamn cat well if it makes you feel any better yeah i've got neighbors that are hammering at something i don't know i don't know what <laughs> fuck, they're fuck real intense of <laughs> lots of hammering this this goddamn cat and your goddamn hammer it's like right behind me it's like right on the other side of this wall it sounds like almost like techno music like (laughs) they got good rhythm with the hammering well if you start dancing we'll know why yeah it's the hammering it's hammer time um we actually just you and i just saw each other in person um we did we just got back thank you um been working out we were at horror hound in cincinnati ohio and i'm sure we had a wonderful time I'm sure we did. But the audience won't know, and we won't know, actually, until it happens. But they won't know until next week. Yeah, you fuckers got to wait. Sorry. Because, as per usual, the turnaround time is not, not ideal for us to include it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the way flights have been going lately. Like, yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I I'm know. supposed I'm getting... to get home, I think, before noon, my time. But mm. we'll see. We'll see if yeah. that happens. Good luck with that. Thank you. Anyway, that's enough about Horror Hound. Hey, I recently was, uh, before we get into the movie that we're going to discuss today, recently I was like looking at some things on our website. Oh, yeah? You find some like spelling errors? Yeah, I go on there every once in a while and I'm like, you know what? I got to ch- double check David's work. No, I was just looking <laughs> at the website because I was looking at movies that we reviewed. I think I was looking up something to see what I gave it so I could, whatever, talk about that. Mm-hmm. And... I was also, my son had asked me, he goes, what's the biggest discrepancy between what's David's rated and what you have rated? Like a movie that maybe he really liked and you hated or vice versa. And I was like, well, there is a couple probably, but there wasn't a lot. I didn't say we're usually pretty close. We're pretty uh, in sync, but there was some that I saw myself that I rated and some that I saw that you rated that I was like, really? That's what? he gave that that's I do what that i sometimes gave that? too i'm like oh, i should revise that at some point yeah and i don't know if it's because we were new to the rating system at one point in time or we were just in a really good or really shitty he doesn't mood. say sometimes <laughs> it's just like yeah i was really generous that day or yeah or you look at rating and like whoa bug was up my butt that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i um took all of that information put it through the old computer up here yeah 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 <laughs> with a puppet <laughs> talk to a puppet Danger. about it oh. <laughs> put some balls in your the, mouth 
Yep, there was Gargling a 13% percent chance I should do this. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I like those odds. Mm. Um, but I came up with a new segment, David. Oh, shit. And uh, I have a little theme song for it. Oh, lay it on goes me. a little something like this. Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. That's the exact rhythm that my neighbors were hammering. Amazing. <laughs> this segment is called Bullshit Artist. <laughs> and what it is is we call out the other person on their bullshit for their bullshit rating. Okay. That if that clip of course is from the movie Gre- the Greasy Strangler. A wonderful piece of cinema that I did not like <laughs> that, that you liked. So I'm going to go first. Okay. And I will cha- I'm going to challenge you on this. All right, you want to fight now, me? Now, as the challenger, I have to tell you what I don't agree with okay. about this rating. And and it's my job to give you some sufficient evidence. You got to give me some guidance. To go, hey, wait a second. Maybe some we evidence. change this a little bit. Yeah, okay. Persuade now, me. I'm not a lawyer. I just part-time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of on the side. Pro bono. <laughs> Do a little you pro bono shit pro boner. all right so the one i'm going to challenge you on today is one that you rated high oh okay and i rated low i think i i think i know where this is going but let's see no i don't think so well maybe i don't know i rated lower oh okay okay i don't know what i gave it but uh i'm going to challenge you on your rating of the conjuring oh okay you gave the conjuring four and a half pamela Voorhees heads that's damn near a perfect fucking movie in your opinion. Mm. And I'm going to read you two other movies that you gave four and a halves to. Okay. You gave Dawn of the Dead, the original George Romero, Dawn of the Dead, four and a half. And you gave Evil Dead two, four and a half. Okay. So by that rationale, you're saying that The Conjuring <laughs> is just as good. What'd you as give Dawn The Conjuring? The- <laughs> well, this isn't about me, David. Because <laughs> this also might have been my thumb on the scale. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Uh, dude, you can't I, turn this can on I, me. Can um, I just change the rating of a different movie that you just mentioned instead? <laughs> Hold on, what? What do you mean? I'm just kidding. Dawn of the oh. Dead. Dude, that's probably a five. Well, okay. Yeah, you can do that. I don't care about that. Uh, four <laughs> like, and a half, five is fine the, with that. But the conversation yeah, at hand. Stick to the script, David. Um, let's see here. The Conjuring. What did I give it? I gave it a three. Oh, see, and I would probably challenge you the other way. You fucker. Um, okay. Well, okay. Okay. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I think the Conjuring, and I probably said this in the episode. I don't remember that one. That one was a while ago. But it's to me, it's one of the best horror films of the last fifteen years or so. Like when I you're saw it in the theater. Knucklehead. Huh? I said you're a knucklehead. I think it's great. <laughs> when I saw it in the theater, I didn't really know what to expect, and when I walked out, I had like, you know, it kind of gave me the chills. Like that movie creeped me out a little bit. And I remember that night, like laying in bed. Just being like, wow, that movie was fucking creepy. And it's not violent. It's not, uh, I don't think there's any like nudity or like bad language. That movie's just R because it's rated R because it's fucking scary. Um, I could be persuaded to come down a little bit, but I probably wouldn't come down. I could be talked into a four. That's not nearly enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. I'll come down to a four because I agree it's not on the level of some of the other four and a half. So your persuasion skills are effective there. Yeah, because I was just looking at some of the movies that you've given four and a half, that we've given four and a halves to, and I was like... And I'm going to no bump up Down to the Dead close. to five already. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I did two. Look at that. Two you got a twofer. 
Yep. That's funny. Well, when I was thinking about movies for this segment, I actually considered The Conjuring on the opposite end for you, but it ultimately <laughs> didn't make uh, my list because I was like, ah, whatever. It didn't make the cut. Okay. Um, okay, I got one for you. Okay. Uh, and I had some, like I wrote some that I thought you went, you were too high, and uh, but I'm going to go with one that I think you rated too low. But I didn't look to see, I didn't do the extensive research that you did to see what other films you gave the same score to. Okay. But you are a huge Friday the 13th fan. Yes. And you gave part six, my personal favorite of the series, a two. I did. Bullshit artist. That movie is one of the best of the, in the franchise. So I would challenge you to, to think again. Okay. I think you scored it down just because of the uh, the paintball scene, which is a very small part of the movie. <laughs> it is, but it annoys the shit out of me. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm looking at my Friday the 13th ratings right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you my thinking behind this. And I can't be persuaded to go up maybe a half ahead. But here's my thinking on this. My favorite Friday the 13th movie is Friday the 13th Part 3. Mm-hmm. My favorite Friday the 13th movie. I watch it all the time. I watch it a few times a year. You're like, I'm watching okay? it right now. I'm, yes. Fuck you. Completely turning right you out. Shelly, fuck you. He's got a hatchet in his head making him fucking pulling pranks. Listen, I watch that movie a lot. And that movie, I gave three and a half heads to. Yeah. Okay, so if that's my favorite, if that's the one that I think is the best Friday the and 13th three, movie. Uh, part three is is also, I agree, it's really good. That movie's hokey as shit, though. It is hokey. And you also gave it three and a half, by yeah, the way. I like it. And you gave part six three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to and me, you gave three, four, four, and six are all pretty damn close. But six is just my yes. personal favorite. Yes. So for me, three, three and a half. I okay. realize it. I'm realistic. I'm not... I'm not some guy who's like, oh, I like Uncle Sam. I'm going to give it five heads because <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm a I like it because it's that guy. It makes me laugh. <laughs> but our own scale, when we talk about like, our thing has always been two and a half and up is a, I recommend this movie. You should see it. So you are therefore telling our okay. listeners, I don't think you should see this movie. Uh, so that's why I said I could come up half a head. So I, I will come up. So with that being the baseline yeah. of the best one. And then Friday the 13th, part four, I gave three heads to. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll come up to three Pamela Voorhees heads for Boom. part six. I'll, I'll tie it with part four. Awesome. Okay. I love You've it. You've convinced me. <laughs> well, thank that you. Must have been one, that must have been one that it was a bad day for me. Maybe. And I was just really pissed off when I watched it. And I was like, you know what happened? We saw that in the theater. Yeah. You, you and I went and saw it in the theater. And, and then I watched it again for like the podcast, I think. And then I was just like, I'm so fucking annoyed by this fucking paintball scene and this music and this fucking nerd. Oh, yeah, it's got the little military music. Yeah. Yeah. I was just annoyed. And I was like, this is fucking cheese ball. And, and I was just like, I don't hate the, this movie, but I don't like it. But I do like it. Yeah. I do like the movie. Six is fun. It's, it's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you came up. All right. So that's the new segment of Bullshit Artist. We will... From time to time, yeah, not challenge each other thing. on that, and we could even do it live. Like if I give a movie a five, and you're like, "Fuck that!" That's call shenanigans right away. <laughs> yeah, you can call shenanigans right away. I don't know; it might come up again later today when we talk about our ratings for Slaughterhouse. I'm gonna yeah book a flight to Pennsylvania and kick your ass as soon as this episode's <laughs> over. It's you and me behind the school. 
Well, I'll tell you what. If I score Slaughterhouse of five Pamela Voorhees heads, you have every right to come out to Pennsylvania and kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, not to get ahead of myself. I shan't be giving this movie a five. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. Now, we, we picked this movie, well, primarily because we were just looking through streaming services. It's on Shudder right now. Yeah, that's where I watched it. Um, had you ever seen this movie before? No, but I was curious about it because, uh, you know, earlier we were talking about our website. We have a very little known portion of our website called Articles that we started mm-hmm. a long ass time ago and basically have done nothing with it. Uh, <laughs> I think there are two articles on here. Yeah. You wrote something uh, about Psycho and Alan, uh-huh. when he was on the podcast, wrote something about Slaughterhouse. So oh. it's a movie that I've always been interested in seeing uh, because I know Alan enjoyed it. So I was like, let's give it a proper watch. Let's. Uh, did he give it a rating? He did not. He, he just talked oh. about it. Well, we'll we'll talk about it then too. Um, let's let's go through the stats here. Slaughterhouse came out in 1987. Its actual release date was September 11th, 1987. Oh my god! Never forget, David. What was the number one movie? I'm gonna go then? Slaughterhouse. No, I'm gonna go Dirty <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> Dirty Dancing is a great guess. Wrong, but a great guess. <laughs> Thank you. Because that movie was ridiculously popular yeah and i think around like summer but i could be wrong yeah um another movie that was popular a movie that i've never seen Mm -hmm. but i was always like i should watch that movie someday and then then i was like yeah because then i was like why would i watch this it's a movie called stakeout with richard dreyfus and emilio estevez yeah i can picture the box uh the box art yeah so good that they made a sequel yeah another stakeout yeah with rosie o'donnell so you know it's got to be good. Mm-hmm. What was the number one song? Because you didn't get the first movie, I'll give you a hint on this one. Uh-huh. It's a song. It's a song from a movie at the time. It's probably a song from Dirty Dancing. Uh, <laughs> my guess was going to be because I was going with the house theme. We got Slaughterhouse, the movie. I was going to go with uh-huh. Don't Dream It's Over by a Crowded House. Oh, but I, now I'll revise that. I'm going to go. Hey now, hey now. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go then. Uh, time of my life or whatever by. No, I've hey, hey, time of the time my life. I like the part where it no. like builds up and he goes, "And I hope it all to you." I love it. I always think of Patrick Swayze. Yeah, you know, dancing mm-hmm. on the right and on the wall. Just remember. That's the wrong answer, by the way. Fuck. <laughs> it's a little. I mean, we've talked about it before. La Bamba by oh, Los Lobos. Yeah, okay. I mean, that that song was huge. Yes, it was. That song was huge. Probably more popular in 1987 than it was in 19 fucking 63 <laughs> when it came out or whatever, or whatever. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 57. I don't know what year it know. was, but it was a long time ago. All right. Slaughterhouse was written and directed by Rick Rosler. Rosler? I don't know. Double threat sure. kind of guy, though. <laughs> I like it. Produced by Ron Mo. Matona stars Joe B. Barton as Buddy Bacon. Fucking Buddy Don, Bacon. Barrett, Don Barrett as his dad, Lester Bacon. William Hawk as Sheriff Borden. Shelley Lee, credited as Shelley Bendorf, as Liz Borden. It's very clever. Clever. Uh, Jeff Wright as Deputy Thomas. Bill Brinsfield as Tom Sanford. And Lee Robinson as Harold Murdoch. The runtime of this movie is 85 minutes. Budget is $110,000. Don't have any box office for this, but I do have 
Hotbox. I have the hotbox for this uh, VHS cover. Mm-hmm. Can you see it in your head? I can. I just want to say real quick, the hotbox uh, little jingle, the little fart at the end is is the perfect <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> well done. <laughs> the VHS box. Uh, the tagline at the top says, "Buddy has an axe to grind, a big axe." It's more of a hog splitter. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, the cover art has some big dude wearing uh, like coveralls, and he's holding a giant meat. What I called a meat cleaver, yeah, but yeah. I guess you're right, like a hog splitter, meat cleaver, whatever. It's, it's like giant. very menacing, very imposing. Yeah. It gives me very Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. Definitely, like he's standing in front of a doorway, like Leatherface in the first yeah. TCM. Yeah, it's a and, cool. Uh, uh, it's a cool box. Yeah, it's got cool art, like. It's like, you know, kind of a painted art of him. Mm-hmm. And and then there's the title in like red blood font-ish type stuff that says Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Go to the back of the box. The back of the box reads as follows. He's young. He's big. And he's always hungry. His name is Buddy. And please don't call him Bud. <laughs> this is the haunted story of Buddy Bacon. A brand new kind of American hero. A sweet guy until you mess with one of his hogs or cross his father. Then the other buddy comes out. The one that will make you shiver in Slaughterhouse. (laughs) He'll make you shit your pants. This buddy has been given an urgent project. Revenge. Revenge against the so-called Slaughterhouse conspirators who caused his father's ruin. On their bone-crushing path, Buddy and his daddy meet a few high school kids whose luck just ran out. One thing you'll learn about Buddy, he never misses a deadline. He's one of those conscientious dudes that just grinds it out, day in, day out. He doesn't need pep talks either. All he needs is an axe, a big axe. Get the picture? (laughs) That is a lengthy description. (laughs) Oh, like the description of this fucking movie and what the fuck is this what kind of backstory are they giving us about this he's a sweet, he's a sweet guy. guy no he's not he's a fucking <laughs> he's asshole he doesn't hungry. even speak he just fucking makes pig noises he's always hungry don't call him bud does anybody call him fucking bud in the movie yeah no it's like in back to the future too like the whole like nobody calls me chicken thing that also went into the part three like that was never a thing like that just came out of nowhere it was a thing. They just didn't mention it on part one. Because they David. needed it as a plot device in the sequels. <laughs> exactly. We're not here to talk about Back to the Future 2. We're talking about the back <laughs> cover of the fucking VHS. Now, if I'm reading this when I'm uh, 10 years old and I'm at the movie store and I'm like, I need something to rent, 10, 11 years old, I'm like, all right, he's got an axe to grind. Yeah, he's conscientious. That's a big word. <laughs> Couldn't even pronounce that. <laughs> I had to have my son come in and help me read that. Um, but... The one thing that gets me, though, is it says, like, this is the haunted story of Buddy Bacon, a brand new kind of American hero. Hero? Why are they calling this guy a hero? Like, he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah, what? And then, but it does it does titillate the reader because it's like, uh, you know, he's getting revenge on the so-called slaughterhouse conspirators and these high school students. Their luck just ran out. That leads me to believe we're going to have murder. Lots of killing mayhem and another m mud fucking mud (laughs) mud butt (laughs) mud butt oh that's the worst (laughs) all right what 
let's talk about this fucking plot. Let's do movie. it. This movie is marketed, by the way. Uh, okay, now it's mark. I don't know if it was marketed this way back in the day, but it's marketed now as a as a dark comedy. Okay, horror movie. And I would say, in order to be considered a comedy, something funny has to happen, right? Am yes. I correct? <laughs> okay. So this movie is not a comedy, as far as I'm concerned. No, no, I can't really think of any laughs that happened. No. no. Right off the bat, though, it does kind of rip off uh, Texas Chainsaw. Well. The first of many uh, little ripoffs, but like how it sets it up like it's a true story. Yes. Like right off the bat, we get like a card that says based on an actual macabre massacre. Yeah. And I always notice about the words macabre and massacre, they always look like they should be spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> macabre shouldn't, there should be no R in macabre. No, it should be, it should be spelled like corn on the cob. Like it should have a C O B B. Yeah. It should be like M little C big C O B. Yeah. Macabre. <laughs> That'd be a cool character hey, name in a movie. Be like Macabre? Mr. Macabre. Um, do you think someday McDonald's will serve corn on the cob? <laughs> the McCobb. <laughs> Give me the McCobb. <laughs> they could do it around Halloween time. Yeah, that's very Give yeah, me the macabre. That. The macabre macabre. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should work the for the macabre salad. <laughs> <laughs> uh and massacre it shouldn't be re come on who are we kidding here yeah come why on. why is it why why is it re who spelled this word <laughs> yeah get mr massacre out here <laughs> i want to know i don't like the i don't like the language okay um it does it opens up we got a cop who's driving to like a parking like area. a lover's like, lane kind of thing yeah because he's got a lady friend with him did they ever have uh did you ever have something like that when you were in high school? Oh, yeah. Did you? There was a place where kids would go park? Uh, there's a place I would go park. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like on a mountain or whatever, like a little hill. My high school girlfriend would go, I would go up there, there and by yourself? Out. No, yeah, yeah, by myself. <laughs> I'd hop in the back seat and start rubbing on myself, get it all steamy. Uh, there, was a, there was a hill like overlooking the city? Yeah, yeah, we'd go up there. Look at you. Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have anything like that. Of course, I didn't have anybody to make out with, so maybe that's why I didn't have anything like that. <laughs> They're in this lover's lane, and this cop pulls in, and there's a couple of cars there. Mm-hmm. And the woman friend that he's with, well, okay, let's also settle, let's talk about this. The de- It's a deputy, and he's married, not to the person he's where there. Oh, I didn't even pick with. up on that. Deputy Dave? Yeah. yeah, Deputy Dave, he's got a wife. Mm, that son of a bitch he's got a girlfriend on the side he's philandering and that's why when they see the teenagers and they ultimately talk to them that makes more sense he's like hey you never saw me or don't talk about this yeah and they're like don't worry yeah you're picking up on all the subtleties i did not figure that <laughs> out i'm very I was watching this movie close this under a microscope five heads <laughs> <laughs> well the kids like pull a prank on deputy dave and he's like what's going on what's going on he's such a doof yeah he thinks that like, somebody's being hurt or something like that but he finds out they're just filming a movie they're making like a little independent horror flick yeah on their like camcorder yeah and um it's like teenagers i guess i would say that it's summertime though because they're not, they don't go to school ever yeah there are no school scenes but then they have a dance well the dance is like um a radio station sponsors it oh so yeah i think that right. was like an more of like an event yeah so it's a dance, uh, or it's the, a the pig it's out, like the summer. Let's call it. Yeah, exactly. K Fat Radio, K F A T, playing all the hits. Yeah. 
yeah, because we're fat. And this is a movie about Slaughterhouse, and we're funny because we're a comedy. <laughs> this movie's comedy. <laughs> Get ready to laugh. So they're filming this movie. It's summer night, you know, whatever. Uh, and it's three couples. Listen, I'm not going to go through their names. One of them's the sheriff's daughter. The rest of them are fucking assholes. Yeah. But there's three couples, and the sheriff's daughter is the one who's making the movie. It's Liz Borden. Lizzie Borden. Lizzie. The cop leaves, and they're like, what should we do? I don't know. Let's go make out. Let's go fuck. Let's go fucking play grab Oh, I got to tell you this story, dude. <laughs> You're playing grab ass? No, but it has to do with someone playing grab ass. We were at, there's an amusement park near uh, me. Uh-huh. called Knob- called Knobles. Well, it's not near me, but it's within driving distance, obviously. This episode and, is uh, full of words that shouldn't be pronounced the way they're spelled. Fucking yeah, Knobles. It looks, like, it looks like Nobles. It looks like Nobles, but it's pronounced Knobles. That's a whole other story. It's like anyway, when somebody's last name is Knudsen. You're like, your last name is Nudson. <laughs> I'm going to kick you in your nuds, son. Um, <laughs> we're in line for the, um, what is it? The log flume. Mm, fucking flume right? that's a funny word it should be spelled with two o's <laughs> oh then it would be flom no f-l-o-o-m flume floor like gloom but it'd be flom two o's be, yeah because like floor f-l-o-o-r well, that, yes but sometimes like gloom flood moon Mud. flume yeah Poop. i guess <laughs> Poop. you make a good point <laughs> you make a solid <laughs> argument um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was hooked on phonics. We're in line for this mm-hmm. log flume ride, right? And uh, there's this kid and his dad mm-hmm. and his dad's wife okay. who's pregnant in front of us. And the wife of the dad is way younger than the dad. And the kid is probably like 18, 19 years old. And they're like right in front of me. Okay. They were playing grab ass slap nuts the entire time we're on there the dad and the young wife no the dad and the kid they were grabbing each other's ass and balls (laughs) yes they were grabbing each other's ass and balls they would like go and like do you know like try to smack each other's nuts okay and then and then like the son would go around the back and like try to reach reach under oh no and do it and then they would like wrestle they're in line for a fucking ride at a goddamn amusement park and they're wrestling and playing grab ass slap nuts the entire time. <laughs> and even when they're on the fucking ride, cause they were in front of me. And then when we get off, they're still doing it. That's fucking weird. <laughs> really weird. Dude. I was at, um, universal studios once in line for the Jurassic park, uh, water ride. And uh-huh. there was a couple like right in front of uh, my wife and I, and the woman kept sticking her hands uh, down the dude's pants and like jiggling his balls, like right in front of the room. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> we just referred to that guy as Mr. Balls the rest of the day. God, her hand must have, did she have any like hand sanitizer or anything? Oh, no, yeah, she probably got fucking smegma, fucking duck butter on her hands. Gross. <laughs> Yeah, I just couldn't believe that this this boy and his dad were like touching Apparently, each Apparently, long dick. lines caused people to. It wasn't even that long a line, balls David. And this was ten butts. minutes max. That's enough. And they kept though, doing to get it. The mancy, like oh, I've been standing here <laughs> for five minutes. I gotta, I gotta touch an ass or flick a nut. <laughs> I would never do that to my dad. I would never do that to anybody, but let alone my father. I've done it to friends, but like just my dad no 
just once like you just walk by and you yeah, just not repeatedly smack. no you're not like oh god let mm-hmm. me touch you your balls are hanging pretty low today but anyway <laughs> what, what, why why was i talking about this <laughs> oh the couples are playing grab ass because i oh, think yeah. two of the three couples leave and there's one couple left and they're kind of just yes. frolicking like through the woods uh you know, playing hide yeah. and seek and being oh all, no they're, they're about ready to fuck right yeah so but the, she's kind of teasing dude, them first so you got to chase me why is this the thing in in movies in in horror movies specifically they're like oh guess what this is what we're gonna do um we're gonna about ready to have sex but now i'm gonna run and hide from you you gotta chase and me down like, come like, here you <laughs> who's, who's fetish is this where it's like well i like playing hide and go seek before i fuck yeah it's like that's I like to have a good frolic <laughs> um so anyway they uh they're frolicking around and they come across this pen of pigs yep and we hear some hog noises or whatever and then they're in this old school bus kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah it's a school bus that's where they're gonna bang yeah they get killed yeah because the dude uh, the dude's a fucking asshole kevin or whatever he starts mm-hmm. he gets a shovel and he starts fucking with the pigs He's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude, don't fuck with the pigs yeah and then we see a dude come out and he's got that hog splitter thing and just yep blood goes all over the place gets him right in the face she's inside the van and i guess she gets it while she's inside the van because blood comes out on the window and it's just like okay right there i was kind of like all right i'm in yeah like i was okay and when the blood splattered i was like oh this would be the perfect to be like yeah have it like like the blood run down and have it say yeah slaughterhouse and then have a really cool fucking metal soundtrack for the for the opening credits but instead we get like fucking dixieland like a disney streets of new orleans (laughs) music playing i don't even know what it was yeah yeah i can't remember but yeah it's very kind of dixie from what i yeah it was just corny like carnival music and then it's like proceeds to show us how they kill pigs yeah that was gross i almost couldn't watch it because they show you like them like for all intents and purposes sticking it bleeding it out hanging it upside down bleeding it out shaving it boiling it yeah they put it and putting it in the little meat grinder thing i became a vegan on the spot my wife turned her head she goes i can't watch i don't like this yeah yeah i wasn't a fan of the opening credits i was like i could do without this that was while she was eating her bacon sandwich by the way (laughs) she went delicious (laughs) just kidding she wasn't but (laughs) I'm sure she did have bacon after that. Anyway, that's how the movie opens. And then we get like, uh, there's this guy who owns a, a, a modern day slaughterhouse and he's trying to buy, this is the premise of the movie. Yeah. He's trying to buy the land from Les Bacon, Lester Bacon. Yeah. I think this owns, is uh, Tom. Is that his name? I don't fucking Tom know. Tom or Harold. It's one of them. Cause one of them's a lawyer. And then the other one's the guy that basically wants to buy. Harold's the lawyer. Okay. And Tom's and Tom, the, the guy trying to the buy guy. the the farm yep. and the slaughterhouse yeah so he just wants it for the land because he needs more land to pen more hogs because he's got some lucrative contract meat contract that just came up <laughs> that his way and he's all, mm-hmm, i can taste the money so he's been trying to buy this land from this lester bacon so him and then harold murdoch is the lawyer he's been working with lester bacon for like 30 years and he's like let's go over and give him one final offer yeah. So Tom's like, all right, but this is it. Fuck this guy. And they go over there with the deputy. Oh, and we also find or out with that the, sheriff, the Bacons are, uh, I think, defaulting on their mortgage or something. Like, they're about to lose 
their property. Everything. So the one guy yeah. is kind of like, well, why don't we just wait it out? We can just buy it when they when it goes to market. But I think he doesn't want to like have to go against other bidders. He's like, no, let's just try to buy it outright. Let's get the sheriff though. <laughs> let's get the sheriff. And so they go over there with the sheriff, and they give this guy an offer. This fucking Lester bacon he answers the door he's just an old man right yeah and he's like remember in the old days when i could do it with a, a fucking knife and a and two people we could chop up all the pigs in the world <laughs> and do it better than your machine and and they're like okay, and i'll well, flick whatever. you in the nuts like, <laughs> <laughs> who wants to play grab ass, play grab ass. My, my girl <laughs> go on ride she put her hands down my pants and jiggle my balls like, it was a glorious time <laughs> it was a different time but the best of times. I can't even do that now. Nobody's jiggling like, balls sir, in public. I'm trying to offer you $55,000 for your land. Could you stop okay. talking about your balls? So, that you bring up a good point. They offer this dude $55,000. Okay, 1987 money. I don't know what that translates to, but a good chunk of change and a job. Yeah, because this place is he a says, dump. He says, you can come on and work for me as yep. an advisor, which means he doesn't have to do shit he yeah. just advises. Exactly. Come on, he's going to get, get a salary. Just collect the check. And they're going to let him live, on continue the land. to live on the land. Yep. And they're going to employ a says, bunch of people in the town, so it'll be a good thing. Like, this will create jobs. Create 100 jobs for the town. Yeah. He still says fucking no. Nope. And then, yeah, and then the, the sheriff tells him, well, you got 30 days to make your payment or you're going to be on your ass anyway, so... See ya. What kind of what kind of asshole says no to something like that? A fool, a damn fool. Meanwhile, we meet, we see Buddy again, and Buddy's the guy who cleaved the two at the beginning. And this is just some big obese dude from the cover, right? And all he does is grunt. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a cross between a dog and a pig. Yeah, he just makes noises. He doesn't speak. He's a simple man. Yeah, conscientious as fuck though. <laughs> He's got a big axe to grind, though. Oh, and a big uh, dick. <laughs> he just cuddles with pigs all the day. All day. Yeah, is he fucking like, those pigs? He's fucking those I pigs. I thought so, too. I was like, he's yeah. definitely banging uh, one of those pigs, for sure. Probably several of them. So they tell him, look, you got 30 days to vacate. And then Lester's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, buddy. Uh, you've been with me through thick and thin, buddy. I you don't know, know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I just don't know sometimes. Yeah, and he's talking to him, and then Buddy's like grunting and stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, you make a good point, Buddy." Anyway, so they're about <laughs> ready to he go. Made several good points, Buddy. <laughs> yes, I would like to have sex with the pig. Very conscientious of you. Um, but they go into this like uh, cooler walk in. Yeah, something like that. And Buddy's at first like, "Don't go in, Dad," but he doesn't say it. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> well, why the dad's wouldn't I like, want to go in here?" <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? My show, my programs don't start for another half hour. <laughs> I'm just walking around. So they go into this fucking place, and um, sure as shit, there's the two people that were hanged, yeah. that were killed, and they're hanged up on these meat hooks. And Lester, the dad, he's upset, but he's not that upset. He's kind of like, oh, no, buddy, you shouldn't have done that. These yeah, people these didn't do good. nothing wrong. Well, shush. What are we going to do now? <laughs> And then he goes, these weren't people that deserved it. You know who deserves it? The sheriff, the lawyer, and that fucker who tried to give me $55,000. <laughs> yeah, those bastards. Like, Ding! Oh, we can and, kill them. Shit. Yeah. And so they come, up, they come up with this whole plot to lure those three back to the fucking slaughterhouse, and Buddy's going to kill them. Yeah. Well, meanwhile. Oh, yeah, our teenagers. We got, 
we got four teenagers left, right? Teenagers. <laughs> yeah. These young adults, they're like at a diner or something like that, talking about how, oh, like so-and-so like never went home last night. I hope everything's okay. I'm going to eat an entire plate of ketchup. You see how much <laughs> fucking ketchup that guy ate? I was just going to say that. Holy shit. Single-handedly so keeping the Heinz company in business, I should say. <laughs> yes. Like he just got the bottle and he's like, puts an entire <laughs> bottle of ketchup on his fries. Gross. Yeah. I love ketchup so on fries, fun. but come on, man. It's so gross. So Everything gross. in moderation. So they're they're fucking around and then they're like, oh, let's go to the drugstore to get some masks. What is this? Halloween four? Like they gotta go to the, <laughs> They got the best costumes. Yeah, the best costumes in town. <laughs> so they go to the drugstore and they pick up some masks and we get a little montage. Cause yeah. they go out like filming stuff. I guess they go to the old slaughterhouse at this point. There's there's some conversation. But they go to the old slaughterhouse and they're gonna film some some B roll, I guess, of the, these guys. And they got these shitty masks. One's like an old man mask, and one's like a reptile mask. Or yeah, something. it's like a cobra or something. Yeah, and uh, they're like scooting down the conveyor belts and like going into the camera. And there's like shitty music playing. It's dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. Yeah. But you're right. They want to film around the slaughterhouse and the farm. They're like that make a good location for our movie. Yep. And then they're like, well, we gotta go to the dance. Yep. Okay, so they're they're gonna go get ready to go to the like, dance. Let's put a pin in that, but we'll be back <laughs> into this slaughterhouse. <laughs> yep, probably um, at night. Deputy Dave, this guy from the beginning who's cheating on his wife, uh, he gets a call about some missing something uh, kids, right? And he's like, "Oh shit, that's those two kids that were up at the up at the fucking lovers' lane." Saw me with my mistress. Oh shit. Yeah. He goes up to this lover's lane area and he's looking for them. And I don't know. One thing leads to another and he's like searching around the slaughterhouse. Yeah, because the slaughterhouse is nearby. So he's like, I'm, I'm going to yeah. go poke around in there. And uh, well, he gets killed. <laughs> yeah, like he's got his gun out or something, right? And is this where yeah. he gets uh, like the door slammed on off. his arm and it cuts his hand yeah. off? Yeah, he gets his hand chopped off and he starts bleeding. Well, first of all, you get your hand chopped off. You're going to be like in pain. But blood squirting everywhere and he's just like looking at buddy like hmm yeah like it has no reaction he's just like ah like you got a paper cut <laughs> this hurts kind of he yeah, bleeds out like know. immediately though like he dies right away yeah he dies and which i kind of um, liked because lots of times in movies somebody gets their arm hacked off and they're running around like the rest of the movie it's like nah <laughs> you, you died pretty quickly i would think yeah yeah, so, yeah he, he ends up dying but his reaction to getting his hand chopped off was pretty piss poor <laughs> it really was so now we're back to the Bacons, uh, the Bacon brothers, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Bacon and his Kevin brother of uh, a band, uh, uh, Lester Bacon. Yeah. He makes a little son. phone call, right? This is where he calls. Yeah. Uh, this is where he calls Harold. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, uh, I've been thinking about your offer to come over and play with my balls. He's like, what? No, no, no. The $55,000. Uh, I'd like to uh, accept, but let's talk about it in person. Let's finalize because I want to work through some details. Why don't you come over? We'll play with each other's balls. We'll talk shop. We'll, we'll talk Wait about a second. Why, why do you keep talking about playing with my balls? Like I, That <laughs> we'll was never part of the offer. <laughs> you can we'll watch me bang pig. a pig. Someone's got to hold the camera while I bang this pig. Someone's someone's playing with my balls today. It's either yeah. going to be a pig or it's going to be you, Harold. <laughs> I don't much care either way. <laughs> well, uh, Harold yeah. goes over there. He's like, all right, I'll play with your balls. He comes over and... Um, they kill him. Yeah. How did they kill him? They just they just he kill gets him, killed right? later. 
Well, Lester shows him all the bodies. Like he's like taking him around. Oh, is this he, where he puts him on trial? Yeah. He's like, yeah. you're on trial. <laughs> and he says, uh, uh, like he basically tells him that he's going to kill him. And like, buddy's like, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he tells him, uh, Lester says, you won't feel a thing. We do things kosher. And then <laughs> buddy, uh, crushes his, his fucking skull. Doesn't he? Yeah. He Which I was like, that's not kosher. I don't think that's, that's kosher. No, he felt that. You won't feel a thing. I don't know. He looked like he was in considerable pain as he died. Well, there are murderers, so we can't we can't really like fault them for being liars. That's true. Also, that is true. <laughs> oh, we find out that um, Buddy thought that the deputy was the sheriff, which is why he yes. killed him. And, and same deal. Like Lester's kind of like, oh, Buddy, the old scamp. You shouldn't have done yeah. that, but eh, fuck it. Yeah, and then Buddy puts on the sheriff's clothes. Now the sheriff is probably a large, maybe an extra large. Buddy's like Buddy's a four like XL. Yeah, <laughs> he can't even so get like, like. I think he's only got like one button. Yeah, he's like fat guy was, in little coat. Yeah, and he uh, gets in the sheriff's car or the deputy's car, and he starts doing donuts and fucking. Speeding yeah, and he's around got his sunglasses on and shit. He's and there's like cop. this fucking turns the siren. Yeah, there's on. like stupid like smoky and the bandit music playing mm-hmm. it's like he's browning down loaded up and trucking <laughs> and he's like doing these fucking burnouts and his girlfriend comes across him and his girlfriend's like deputy dave and she follows I'm gonna him right follow you and bang you yep and she follows him and then buddy ends up stopping the car and she gets out and she goes over to the car and she's all <gasps> you're not deputy dave she goes running back to her car and buddy's fat ass chases her and he's like there's no way he could like he would have caught her like come on now no it's a young a young woman fit yeah that dude would have had a heart attack yeah she's in her car why doesn't she just fucking drive away yeah easier to just cower in the car go oh no and yeah and then and then just climb out the door and crawl yeah because something other than die yeah, well, she dies. Yeah, he slits her throat. Now, I do like this. When he slices her throat, we get in like a jump cut to uh, the sheriff's wife like slicing a tomato or something. With the dullest knife possible. <laughs> She's got like a butter knife slicing tomatoes because those right. tomatoes are crushed. <laughs> yeah, you need to get a Ginsu knife or yeah, something. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> yeah, so they go to the pig out dance. Oh, and before the dance, uh, Tom, the other guy, he arrives, and he gets killed, too. They put him through, like, a meat grinder, and he gets oh, all yeah, chopped yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, I saw that meat grinder, and I'm like, someone's falling. Someone's going in, in there, getting their guts yeah. ripped and out. And they, like, do it slowly. Yeah. They yeah, started like, his legs. Uh, don't we and see his, like, draw. intestines and shit? Yeah. Yeah, good times. Well, what's supposed to be intestines? It yeah. looked like crumpled up newspapers dipped in red paint. <laughs> with, this is what it looked like. <laughs> with ketchup, with a, sh- a whole bottle of ketchup on it. <laughs> that guy's like, hey, wait a second. Yeah, I need those for my fries. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now it's the pig out uh, radio station party. And it is, this is the most 80s party I've ever seen. It is, but it's also very fucking ridiculous, okay? Because the music that they're playing doesn't match up with the band and the instruments that the band yes, has. Yes, it's, it's like, like where's the fucking synthesizer? Very '80s pop synth stuff, and it's like a rock band setting, and everybody's yeah. dancing. Oh yeah, they're dancing. They're going at it. We got people in costumes, people not in costumes. I don't know what the deal was with the costumes. I don't know. It wasn't it's like a costume party. party. Costumes uh, optional. Yes, there's a guy dressed in like a Chippendales outfit. I saw in the background. He got looked like Patrick Swayze in that fucking Saturday Night Live with Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, 
uh so they're all there well the power goes out oh because i guess a storm starts right? yeah because we get some thunder sound effects outside like oh there's the storm <laughs> that we hadn't talked about the whole movie but shit there it is caused the power to go out yeah thunder and lightning has caused the power to go out and then so at the dance they're like all right everybody outside why like mm-hmm. the guy the guy's like the power's going out. We'll fix that. Everybody outside. It's like, well, if you're going to fix it, why do we have to go outside? Can't we just all like hang out and talk still? Like, yeah. Like, nope. Sorry. <laughs> rules are rules. You're like rules. How's that a rule? I just made it up. So the, like, listen, the, if I go uh, outside and I have to stand around, and I have nothing to do. I'm going to start playing grab ass like within <laughs> minutes. Cause that's what happens yes. apparently. <laughs> so the four teenagers, they're like, well, what do we do now? We're so fucking bored. We always got to do something. Let's do something. They're always looking for something to do, these fuckers. Yeah, they got undiagnosed ADD, I think. Yeah. So they're like, let's go back to the slaughterhouse. Mm. Uh, the girls are like, no, we're not going back not to the slaughterhouse. That. It's scary. It's scary. Okay. <laughs> it's really scary. <laughs> I'll give and you the boys 20 are like, bucks. <laughs> the boys are like, we'll give you $20 if you can spend one hour there. there one hour without freaking it was, out yeah. it's You're a deal <laughs> 20 bucks that's a lot of money no one calls me chicken <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <sighs> so they go they go back to the slaughterhouse and they're in there and the boys are outside with these masks these shitty masks on that they had wearing earlier yeah, because like the dudes like drop them. them off they're like well see you later but they double back they're like oh let's let's scare them and they put their masks yeah. on they put their masks on. They're like tapping at the window, playing grab ass with the with each other. They're all, hey, they'll never know. I'm going to um, flick your balls. <laughs> and then uh, Liz is like, I'm going to scare them. Joke's on them. Yeah. So then she is like, I'm going to sneak Goes around on. behind them. Yep. And uh, the one girl's left inside and she's looking out the window and this dude is standing there and she's like, Tommy, whatever this fucking guy's name is, but she's like, Skip, Tommy. I think. Oh, Skip. I know it's you, Skip. Behind Skip comes fucking Buddy. And she's like, Skip behind you. Buddy. Oh, gets him with the hog splitter. Yep. And she fucking runs. I think this is Annie or something. She she runs, but she, then she gets captured by uh, Lester. Buzz, that's the other guy. Rocking the, the fucking cobra mask. Uh-huh. He's like sneaking around. Buddy pops up like while he's walking around and meat hooks him like through the face. Yeah. Yeah, he gets hit in the face. And he fucking fish buddy. flops, too, after he gets hit with the the thing. He's flopping around. He, yeah. And then Annie was the other girl. He's got the death And she's flops. hanging on the meat hook. Yeah. Annie's hanging on the meat hook because she's still alive. That scene with uh, Buzz getting killed with the hook and flopping around, like with him like walking around in that, that green mask. I would say that was probably mm-hmm. my favorite scene of the whole movie. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. There was some cool. I thought there was some cool kills. Yeah. So Liz comes back in and she starts seeing all these bodies. She sees that Annie's still hanging there. I don't know. I don't know if Annie, like, she must ultimately die, but she was still alive. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like Texas Chainsaw, right? Yeah, but she's not long for this world. She's dying. No, she's not. On that hook. She's dying. Um, All the dead bodies of the victims. And then uh, Lester and Buddy grab um, Liz. Yeah. And they're like, what's your name? And she's like, Lizzie Borden. And, and he's like, oh, your sheriff's daughter, huh? Well, this is better than the sheriff then. Yeah, we'll have fun with you, I think. Yeah. I reckon. And the sheriff, he's like, he gets a call and he finds out that that guy Tom's missing. He's like, well, Tom's missing. And then Harold, I think, is also missing. Hmm. 
He, Finkel and Einhorn. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He spends a lot of time. Really, like it takes him a while to really it put does. two and two together. It's like you're a fucking and, cop, dude. Like, and then he calls. And then he, not only is he cop, he's the head cop. Yes, he's the sheriff. He's the sheriff. He calls uh, the next county and he's like, I need some, I need some assistance over here. And they're like, you got it. They don't even ask him where they're just like, okay, we'll find yeah. you. <laughs> it's a small town. Just wave your hands in the air. We'll, we'll find you. <laughs> Honk your horn. <laughs> um, they're like torturing Liz, Lester and buddy are, and they're like slicing her fingertips just because they're like, this is the most sensitive part in the human body. I'm, I call bullshit on yeah, that, by the penis. way. Yeah. <laughs> My balls. <laughs> Don't flick them, please. Uh, Liz hears that the sheriff is uh, coming in through the door, and she escapes. She like kicks them, and she, she kicks uh, Lester like into the like spikes or something like that. But he's not dead. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, ow, that really hurt." But I'm not dead. Yep. And Buddy appears, and he start to chase the sheriff and Liz up these stairs, and uh, the sheriff shoots at him, but it ricochets off the. Uh, hatchet did you notice the animation yeah it was like a cartoon it was like <laughs> ping. It was like a little like yeah they threw a little spark in there but yeah, yeah it, was it was like a cartoon i was like what the fuck i freeze framed it because i had to see because <laughs> it was so fucking ridiculous and I think something similar is going to happen i think in a, in a minute like but also it was like yeah. animated and i was like that's yes that's an odd choice it is <laughs> um but they run outside and uh the sheriff gets um stabbed yeah he gets yeah, stabbed in the, like in the back or the kidney yeah and he's like, oh god and she picks him up and apparently like you know getting stabbed like that just means that you can't do anything so liz <laughs> has to basically carry him and yeah she puts him in running. the car she puts him in the car and she gets into the car and then lester is like knocking on the window he's like let me in let yeah, me he's in like, your next like, little no. pig <laughs> and uh she um she puts the she drives the car and she uh hits lester and then she ends up running over his head yeah and she shoots him but like that doesn't do anything but yeah she runs him over and his fucking head squishes like a melon yep and the sheriff and liz are driving away and uh she's he says radio for help and she grabs like the radio to grab for help and then buddy buddy is in the back seat you didn't notice a giant fat guy in the back seat <laughs> And he sits up and swings his knife, but of course we freeze frame because freeze that's how all <laughs> '80s movies end. Yep. And then we get Warriors. like death metal, yeah. like Cookie Monster, uh, fucking music at the end. Did you catch that? Like during the end credits, like <laughs> I listened to it for a little bit and then I just shut it I was off. Like, I, I don't want to listen to this. That's not my jam. No. No. What, what were your thoughts on the movie? The first half, well, probably like probably more like the first three quarters of the movie i was pretty bored i was like yeah. uh, the script wasn't particularly interesting none of the characters were likable uh, i didn't really care for the villains like the pig stuff was annoying with the <laughs> i was like oh stop once the kill started about, that's high comedy that's high comedy yeah, dude. <laughs> it was really really funny stuff uh yeah. but once the killing started i did enjoy a lot of that like i thought some of the kills were fun uh, mm. this movie reminded me of um kind of like motel hell but not as good yeah. Um, yeah. a little bit like tourist trap i mean very derivative of like check texas chainsaw i mean it's basically ripping that off i'm just yeah. not executed nearly as well um i didn't hate it i'm kind of between the two and the two and a half on this one i think i'm gonna go two 
You're gonna go lower. <laughs> Two for me. I can't quite recommend it, but I do recommend like watch the last like 15, 20 minutes. I fucking think this movie's so dumb. <laughs> this oh, it's movie dumb. sucked. This movie sucked. Um, there's nothing really good about this movie. There is a, with the exception of a couple of the kills, and I'm, I'm going to give it points for that. But you're, like you said, it's derivative of everything else. It was a movie that wa- that somebody somewhere was like, we need to make a horror movie because everybody's making horror movies. We can do it on the cheap. We can probably get some money, if not in the theaters, on VHS. Yeah, there's already a blueprint for this movie. Let's just. Yep, Do and we're going to take, it we're gonna take it. what they did in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. We're going to take what they did in uh, Motel Hell, like you said, um, and what they did in, um, uh, what was the other one that you mentioned? Tourist Trap. Tourist Trap. All these movies, uh, the original Texas Chainsaw, and we're going to put it in a blender, and we're going to say that this is it. And they set it up for sequels, too, right? Because Buddy's still alive, and they could do all that, but they never did do a sequel. Nope why they didn't do a sequel is because the movie fucking sucked and nobody fucking likes this movie. And if you like this movie, you're a jackass. Uh, and I don't know what, uh, Alan said. I have to read his article, uh, at some point in time again, cause I read it a long time ago, but I'm assuming he liked it. Um, yeah, I read it a long time ago. I did not read it before watching this, uh, cause I didn't want that to influence me. Yeah. So that being said, like, like I said, there were some good kills, um, not really creative, but like I like the running over of the head. The beginning part, up until we get the whole intro with the pigs, I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. It was setting up like these are kids and they, they're creeping around someplace they shouldn't be. Yeah, they're being stupid, but that's how they are in all these movies, right? And, um, and then he comes out of nowhere and I was like, oh, shit. And I even said that out loud because I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> this guy's here. And the blood splattering. I thought that was cool. I thought they were trying to be too cutesy in some areas, though, with like the ketchup, you know, coming after a scene about a cat, like fucking with the pigs or something mm-hmm. like that. And then it was like ketchup. And I was like, oh, well, what happened to that cat? I don't know. But then um, the cutting of the tomatoes, like that's being a little cutesy. That's being a little Friday the 13th part six. Like, <laughs> what do they think I am? An asshole? Yes. Um, <laughs> That's right. Regardless, I can't. I You gave it way too high of a review. Uh, so uh, mine is going to be half a Pamela Voorhees oh, head. This wow. movie should not really be seen. Uh, <laughs> you should not watch this. Look at the cover art. Collect if you collect VHS, it's probably good for the collection as a like looky loo piece. Yeah, but watching yeah, the art movie, is cool. Watching the movie, you got better things to do with your uh, 85 minutes of your life. So <laughs> refrain from that. So what, what did you give it? A two? Two. So two. So 1.25? Yeah. One and a quarter? <laughs> Yo, I don't have that sound effect. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to fart into the microphone. <laughs> and then you can sample it for future episodes if you like. I don't know. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know why you gave it a two, but... <laughs> I found it somewhat entertaining, but I wouldn't recommend it. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. There's like nothing I want to recommend about it. Like I'm trying to think if there's something that I can grasp onto, like because the music sucked, the acting, the writing, like exactly. And, and here's the other thing too, is like you, you touched on this, like no characters are likable. Like I don't even like the villains. Like sometimes in movies you can be like, well, I'm going to side with the villains in this because yeah, yeah. I didn't mind the dad Lester, but I found buddy to be really annoying. Yeah, but I but I didn't like them either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I didn't I like them hate it. 
I didn't like them. And then, and then the kids, they were all douchey. And there wasn't even enough setup. Like, I feel like with a, with enough setup, like if we got to know the girl. Yeah. Like, I guess my dislike of the kids was enough for me to like still root for the killing of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, without actually liking the villains. But th- at that point, too, like, okay, the guy who owns the competing like newer slaughterhouse, <clears throat> what was he doing wrong? He was just changing with the times. Like, oh, sorry, dude. Yeah. He was also cre- trying to create jobs. He was trying to help the the community. Yep. And no. this fucking pig, this, no lack of a better word, this pig has to fucking be like, no, I'm going to stand my ground and I want no, business I'm back. You. Nobody wants your business, old man. We want processed meat. I don't care if there's 30% fat in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me that bacon. If you have any thoughts on Slaughterhouse... Or if you have an idea for movies that you think, look, these two, because maybe the, maybe the listeners are like, look, you assholes both agreed on this, but you rated it way too low oh, and way a lot too high. <laughs> so <laughs> I think what you, you wish for. <laughs> I think you need to redo this. So maybe you can contact us for the bullshit artist and we'll put you on a segment of bullshit artists. You, um, you can contact us many different ways, David. How can they contact yeah, us? Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube to search the Swearwolves. Uh, on Instagram, we're the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, and contact us there. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Let's go play a little grab ass. Slap nuts. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that fart's on record. That's official. That fart is canon now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking ass cannon. Look.